Music and fun. Miskin Radio. So my first guest tonight, though, is comedian Connor Kent. Hello, Connor. Hello. How are uh, you? You all right? I'm lovely. I'm delightful. Um, I know you said don't ask that, but it's just to. It's just very strange. If someone like comes and is, how are you? And then we have a conversation about how are you? And then we end up talking about the weather and family members. And I just really can't be bothered. <laughs> And our musician in session is Lawrence Crow, a.k.a. Wolf Sunday. Hello, Lawrence. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. Lovely. We've done all that. That's the end of the show. Let's go. Uh, so, as for you, get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag TheKPSessions. And on Snapchat as well, we're on Snapchat to see what we get up to for, during the show uh, by following the KP Sessions. So just search the KP Sessions and either Twitter, Instagram or Snapchat and you will find us tonight between 7 and 8 to see what we get up to in the studio. Um, so I guess kind of Ken, a comedian and actor, most people like, sort of have terrible gigs for their first gig, but yours, you have a very good story about your second ever gig. Yeah, that's right. So my first gig, I actually got a bunch of my mates to come down and, and watch. So my friends were there supporting me in my second gig. One of the guys that was also on the bill on that night, uh, a guy called Liam, he was like, well, do you know what? If you want to do it again, I'll get, I'll get you a gig. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, none of my mates wanted to go to this other one. Fair enough. It was a bit of a journey. Um, so I went along and turned up. And I, I thought, do you know what? I've got this comedy thing down. And my Nailed second it. gig. Yeah, I was only 18. I know what I'm doing. Um, went along. There's only six people in the audience. Two people were there on their first date. They didn't know. They didn't know that the comedy was going to be on, um, and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do improv. Stood up there for three minutes. Absolutely died on my butt. Um, yeah, I mean, I just stood there. And I didn't know what to do. I was standing there going, um, you know. So my dad's proud of me, and I just didn't say anything. And then like one of the one of the other comedians laughed because you know they thought that that was going to lead into something, and it didn't lead into anything at all. Um, and I just ended. I I stood there with these four, four people sort of engaged and these two people completely unengaged with the comedy. Um, and I just put my hand in the air and I said, I'm going to search for some material. <laughs> and I just waved my hand in the air and I just looked at these people and they just thought, oh, I feel so bad for him. They must have done. I looked... Oh. Did they stay though? Oh, they, yeah, they stayed. Wow, I just I think mean, just you captivated the audience. Oh, I mean, I was only on for like three minutes <laughs> and then someone came, else came on and I think, you know, it's fair to say no offence to the rest of the comedians on that night, but we all sort of like, died. <laughs> They're going to remember you, though, for oh. the guy searching for material, aren't oh, they? No, I mean... I mean, that's got to be a new technique, isn't it? The and and do you know how the date went? Like, did did, did they say, listen, like, did, did they have a second date, do you know? I don't I don't think so. I mean... You when didn't we, keep in contact? When, no, I didn't keep in contact. <laughs> or what was your third gig? Maybe my that was their gig. second date. Your third oh, gig was their second date. Your fourth gig. gig was their third I date. I think my third gig was in London. And I think it was like the Laughing Horse. Oh, it could have been. Comedy. They could have been there. Yeah, they, they could have been, been there. there. Maybe, they, maybe they saw, well, we like that guy yeah. that, that searched for material. Good romantic <laughs> vibes. <30 laughs> yeah. Hopefully their love life lasted longer than my second gig. <laughs> and, and you worked with like a, a very established uh, comic, uh, Mark Watton. And, yeah. But it could have gone very badly over a Chinese meal in a restaurant. That's right. Yeah. So I was really lucky to be invited to work with Mark. Uh, I went on tour with him. Uh, it was all really last minute. I played a you know, character in the Shirley Ghostman show, UK tour, which was really cool. Um, and I'd been on the tour for a couple, you know, just over a week. And we went to Manchester, you know, everything expenses paid for. It was lovely, stayed in a really lovely hotel. Uh, did the first night in Manchester, which was a Friday night, sold out, like 700 people. Amazing, amazing show. And afterwards we were like, yeah, let's go and get some food. Let's get, some, you know, what do we want? Let's go and get Chinese. So we sat around the Chinese and it was just us four guys, uh, Mark, Liam and a guy called Dan. Uh, we're talking, we're having jokes, like, you know, classic, you know, banter. Um, and, you know, I was feeling really confident. You know, I wasn't feeling particularly confident at the start of the tour, but as it went on, 
feeling a bit more confident, you know, telling jokes, sort of being a bit boyish with them all. Um, and we were talking about, because Shirley's a, Shirley Ghostman's a character, you know, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Shirley Ghostman, check it out. It's like um, a psychic, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. psychic, uh, you know, a fake psychic. Um, and we were joking about Shirley playing the Apollo, like live at the Apollo. But people going, thinking that it's going to be a real psychic reading. And Mark was joking and saying, you know, I, I, I just ring up the Apollo and go, hello, it, it's Mark Wooden here. And I was feeling confident. I just went, who? Oh. And everyone just looked at me, stopped eating, looked at me, and nobody said anything. And then somebody said something else. So I don't know what it was about. Oh, we're having another beer. Just moved on. And I just sat there thinking, I have ruined my career. Oh. But we walked home. Um, and the next day we did the gig again. And it went fine. And you know what? Like Mark's a really nice guy. Got to Christmas time. This was in October. So we got to Christmas time on the 23rd. And I checked my bank account and... His uh, management actually paid me a bonus. Oh, so, do you know what? Hopefully. I didn't absolutely screw it for myself, but <laughs> for that moment, I really thought, "Oh, what have I done?" Because oh. you know that's a you know a big thing. Start getting hate <laughs> mail from famous people. You know, <laughs> yeah, not, you don't want to be doing that. But wow. you know, he's you know, wow. luckily it did got did get taken as a joke. So, <laughs> I think so anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, you think so, but <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, okay, well, this is uh, comedian actor Connor Kent, and we're going to be hearing loads more from him over the show uh, between now and eight. And we've also got uh, Lawrence Crow, aka Wolf Sunday. He's going to be doing two live songs uh, here very soon, live here on Risking Radio. Uh, probably the most poignant song I've ever played uh, on 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 this show. Um, so that is is One Day Elliot. They're a Maidstone band. Uh, Paul, Dan, Pud, and Rich. The track is called Hundred Voices, and they sort of re-released it. Uh, like put it out there again this week with a lyric video and I like to just I'm just going to read the the post that they put out with it they said this video so it's a lyric video this video is probably pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things but it can only be positive if we can if we can make any contribution however small to the fight against anything that acts as a catalyst to the dreadful things we see and hear on a daily basis uh, I think that really summed up a lot of a lot of people's feelings and it, uh, it's sort of a lovely lovely song a hundred voices there's a hundred artists mainly mostly from Kent all coming together and singing on that song. Uh, so in session tonight, we've got Lawrence Crow, aka Wolf Sunday. We've also got actor and comedian Connor Kent with us as well. Uh, very shortly, we're going to have uh, Wolf Sunday performing live. Uh, but now, Lawrence, of course, you, you're called Wolf Sunday Hello. on stage. Um, and what I like is that you do a lot of radio interviews and people say to you, why are you called Wolf Sunday? And you come <laughs> up with a different reason every time. That's yeah, totally. I thought it's quite fun. It's like the most generic questions. It was the first question as well. Mm, it so was I, my first question, to be honest. Yeah, totally, yeah. And I started to kind of have fun with it. But it's got to the point now where I've run out of ideas to have fun with it. So my idea to have fun with it is telling other radio presenters how I stitched up other radio presenters. Yeah, <laughs> what so, we are doing now. Uh, favourite dessert bit I like? Favourite animal? What yeah. other ones have you got? Um, so there's... Um, there's a writer. A, yeah, a writer. There's a singer as well called Patrick Wolf. Mm. Uh, I used to use him quite a lot and say, "Oh, it's him." And and Tom Wolf, the writer. And I was like, and I just love listening to him and uh, and on a Sunday. And so I thought, oh, why not call the call the act Wolf Sunday? And <laughs> favorite animal, favorite dessert. Yeah, baby. exactly. Yeah, switch the E's around. Wolf with an E. Sunday, and, like the day. Uh, you've got a new album coming up very I soon in the summer. Do yes, I've been recording it for like it seems like so long. Um, we started recording in the studio in like February, and we've only just finished it. Mm. And I, I think about a week ago, I finally got the final masters over to the record label. It's Beth Shalom Records putting it out, um, who are an awesome label as well. And um, and we finally got the masters over, and they finally listened. And they were like, "Oh, thank God!" 
hard. <laughs> it's a long process, isn't it, making an album? It, it really it was too like, long. It's an unbelievable amount of time that, that, ta- that it takes. Totally, yeah. Um, but we got there, and I'm so excited. I've been sitting on this material for so long, mm. and I'm so excited to show people it finally. And one of them is to like the new, the track you're just about to do is brand new on this. On this totally, record. yeah, yeah. Well, let's pl- let's do it. Let's cool. do it. So if you if you introduce it, okay. This song is called Making Memories. Well, the. First girl I loved well She was a liar and she threw all I had Into the depths of the fires of her heart We danced and she'd step on my toes And she'd scold me for mistakes Empty kisses and cold blows Well, the second girl I loved She tasted far too sweet we could sit alone for hours, every second be a treat But a sugar-coated heart would have brittle to last long Well, we danced for two years and then broken she was gone Whoa. Oh. And it came as a surprise it came as a delight Everything ends before my eyes well, The third girl I loved was a rebellious rebound But she showed me a world I would never have found We swapped each other's records and we kissed and got drunk In the end all I knew was that I fell in love with punk Standing here in front of me In this moment here Making memories 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 Came as a surprise Came as a delight Everything ends before mine Came as a surprise, came as a delight, everything ends before my eyes. That is Wolf Sunday performing uh, Making Memories. Uh, so uh, Wolf Sunday is Lawrence Crow. Um, me. I mean, I, it looks knackering what you do. You're so like energetic <laughs> in it, and you put so much into it. Totally. Yeah, like I, I'd be exhausted. That was really great.
Being sat here as well, I can tell you got a couple of fillings. So I, I mean, you really, you you really go for that. Yeah, 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 gold tooth there. There you go. I try and that's like my in my art that I do. I always put a gold tooth nice. in, in everyone. It's like a my oh, signature. Yeah, I was really impressed, man. That was that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> I saw your fillings, you were really giving it a go. I think that's probably the the strangest and probably best compliment I've ever got. It's a bit backhanded though, isn't it? In a sense, it's all good. My teeth are awful. Thank you. You have terrible dental health, but you've got a you've got a lovely voice. <laughs> and I love the way you see it. I know that was wonderful. Um, Thank you so much. Was, uh, so yeah, you're going to do another one very soon. Um, yes. A particular favourite of mine as well. It's called Damage Control. We're going to do that in around sort of five five minutes time. Um, uh, right now though, we're going to play um, our world exclusive. Uh, so we've got a track uh, from Chasing Shadows, and it's the first time uh, it's ever been played on this show. But it's more importantly, it's the first time it's ever been played on any single radio show Ooh. on earth, and it's called For Better or Worse. Okay, so now it is time for our second live song. Um, if you want to go onto Facebook, go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page, that's M-I-S-K-I-N, and you'll be able to see this live session as well as listen to it. So See all my ugly hair and beard and well, stuff, and all my fillings. <laughs> all the fillings, all the dental see health. See all my fillings. Um, so I'll let you introduce it, Wolf Sunday. Cool, this is uh, this song's also on the new album. It's out for free download currently on Bandcamp, and I think it's on Spotify, and I think it's on Shazam as well, if you want to Shazam it. Um, see if it works on the radio, maybe. Shazam to the radio. Uh, this song's called Damage Control. It's about partying too hard and throwing up everywhere. Well, I woke up in the morning full of alcohol and Well, I never thought this evening would end up just like this well, I woke up in the morning full of alcohol and Well, I never thought this evening would end up just like this But there is vomit in the toilet Was never what I planned There's a party in my house and it's getting out of hand And the party's growing People keep on showing who the hell they are, I just don't know Well there's a party at my house And the lights are shining bright And we're singing all the old songs of a long forgotten night There's a party at my house And it's never gonna end So all the alcohol is drunk And the sunlight's coming in Da 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 die da 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 die Da da die da 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 die 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 Da 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 die da da die da da die da da die da die die. Oh well, it's four in the morning and the music's cranked to twelve. There are people in the hallway and there's beer on every shelf. There are people in my bedroom trying to be quick while I'm walking halfway through and I try not to be sick. And the neighbors are calling. Some of them have started talking. Until they decide to join in too Well there's a party at my house And the lights are shining bright And we're singing all the old songs of a long forgotten night There's a party at my house It's never gonna end So all the alcohol is drunk And the sunlight's coming in Da 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 die da 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 die Da da die da 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 die da die Die, da da die, da da die, da da die, da da die, da die, 
die oh well the party's over I start to feel sober until we do this all again Well there's a party in my house and the lights are shining bright and we're singing all the old songs of a long forgotten night There's a party in my house it's never gonna end So all the alcohol is drunk And the sunlight's coming in Da-da-da-die, da-da-da-die Da-da-die, da-da-da-die Da-da-die Da-da-da-die, da-da-da-die Da-da-die, da-da-da-die Da-da-die Wolf Sunday uh, Lawrence Crow in real life when he's not his Superman other person <laughs> thing feelings. Wolf Sunday uh, <laughs> Making Memories was his first track and that was Damage Control and you can that's online as well you can download it like you yeah. said before go and get that track and he's got a new album coming out soon uh, so we're going to hear more from both our guests uh, Lawrence Crow aka Wolf Sunday and our comedian and actor Connor Kent after this song from Weekend Recovery <laughs> Weekend recovery with the latest track. It's called cool Focus. Uh, so we have Connor Kent and Wolf Sunday in our studio right now. Hello. Um, and we are about to do the marvellous thing that is Worst Jobby Wobby. Worst Jobby Wobby, worst Jobby Wobby, worst, worst, worst. Worst Jobby Wobby, worst Jobby Wobby, worst. So it's Worst Jobby Wobby where we ask our actor, musician, comedian, act guests... Uh, what's the weirdest, strangest job they've ever done? Specifically auditions, anything strange. Because um, they tend to do very peculiar jobs in order to be able to sort of pay the bills and then do their art. So, Connor Kent, comedian, I'm coming to you straight away. Tell us about your worst jobby wobby. Well, my first ever job, you wobby. Um, <laughs> I was about 15 years old and my parents had booked for my brother's birthday party. They had booked this thing called the, the gaming truck. They came along. It was like it was really cool, like massive truck. Had like plasma TVs, loads of different consoles, gaming seats, all that. This sounds business. like a dream come true. Honestly, like, yeah, you know, wow. it's pretty cool. Um, and then like my dad was like, "Well, you know, Connor, you're 15 years old. Why don't you ask the guy if you can have like a job?" And I was like, "Okay." So I asked him. He said, "Yeah, you know what? Like next week we're doing this sort of festival area. Come along and work on the truck." So I went along, and basically it was just like the, these kids like pay like five or ten pounds to, to stay on the truck for a certain amount of time. Um, wow. And I was just sort of feeding these like snotty-nosed kids, <laughs> like Harry Bows, and like setting up FIFA for them. Uh, and it, it was like a ten-hour day. And at the end, the guy was like, dropped me off home. And then as I was getting out, the guy was like, "Oh, here's your money." And it was in an envelope. And I got in and I opened it. And it was seven pound like fifty. <gasps> no. And I worked for like ten hours. Uh, I was like fifteen That's years old. And my mum, my, my mum was literally like, "What have you done with the rest of your money? Like, have you spent it already?" I was like, "No, mum. This is this is it." So she wouldn't let me work there again. I mean, so I did one shift at this on this gaming truck for seven pound fifty for about ten hours. Like the, work. The, the the premise of the job to a, a gaming child is like the best job oh, ever, yeah, isn't it? Really, yeah, like you're yeah. gonna you're gonna go around just playing games and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it was e it was really easy. Like I said, you just you just set up you know the game for the kids and stuff, and then if they wanted Harry Bows or whatever, <laughs> and Moams, you just gave it to them. I don't think I could have dealt with the kids really. No, like, yeah, some sugar, 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 right. sugar hard. Yeah, sugar yeah hide up. too much. That was it. And then like mm -hmm. some kids aren't obviously allowed to spend a certain amount of time on like Xbox or PS4 or you know <laughs> whatever console they have. 
Uh, and then, like, you know, with sweets, their parents only let them have a certain amount. So they pay this, like, five quid, wow. spend three hours in this gaming <laughs> truck and just, like, absolutely go mad on Heaven. it. Heaven. So, and yeah, what, that was pretty... Um, and, and, like, in acting, what's your yeah. strangest audition? Because that's, that's to do with gaming as well. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, I think I was maybe, like, 18 years old, um, I got an audition for, like, a, a FIFA um, advert. And the advert was, you know, they got me in and I sat on, like, a sofa uh, with another guy. I never met him. Uh, and like the like sort of the premise they gave me was that you're playing FIFA with your mate, you score a goal, and then Steven Gerrard walks in. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Mm. I'll do that. So we were playing FIFA, and uh, the door opens, and I thought, oh my god, Steven Gerrard's about to walk through the door. It was just this lady that was producer, so that was like a bit of a, <laughs> a shocker. Um, so yeah, we're playing this thing, and it's you know you've got now, and they, the directors are now act, act all excited and surprised. So this, oh, oh wow, look, Stephen Gerald, like what, you know, what the hell's going on? And this guy that I didn't know, he just jumped on top of him, was like screaming, going absolutely mental. I was like, I don't know this guy. And was on your really, back yeah, screaming. he was like, he was, he was jumping on me, going absolutely, you know, mad. Um, and it was just really strange. But you know, Stephen Gerald never turned up, and I never got the the job. But did the other guy? I don't know. Did you get I paid this time? No, I didn't get paid. Oh, wow. It was only an audition, so you don't right. get paid. For it, okay, so. I see. But I don't think the other guy got the got the role either. I mean, he was Maybe really he was over much. the top. Yeah, yeah wow. No, seriously, I was just sort of like, oh, I'll just... He'd had all the, the kids' Harry bows. That's it, yeah. yeah. Maybe he, you know, he was following me around. <laughs> That's what he wanted. So, so you, you knew that you didn't get it because I don't get in contact with you. Yeah. Do you then look out for it on television, like an yeah. advert that you didn't get to That's think like, oh, I could have done better than them or whatever, That's or do you it. just try and avoid it? No, yeah. So I knew that there was going to be an Xbox advert out at like that sort of time for FIFA. Hmm. Uh, so I looked out and it, they didn't even use the same sort of format. So I was like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a shame. But I have seen like a few things where I go, oh, you know, I could, I could have done that one. <laughs> I think it was like, uh, I, it was quite funny. I got like a, a maybe a year ago, I got an audition for a McDonald's, like okay. you know, the, you know the one where the guy walks up and he's like, uh, something like the Mc, like the McMuffin is like made him and his girlfriend really happy or something, really stupid. Yeah. And it, it was like the guy, I was really wanted it and it like paid really well, uh, so I really wanted it uh, for the art, not for the money. Um, and yeah, I just saw the guy, and the guy was only it for like three seconds. I was like, well, three <laughs> seconds of my shoulder, but somebody else's shoulder was was better off than mine. Oh, so. with, with, when you go to an audition, have you ever yeah. had? Because have you ever had it where you walk into an audition yeah. and every other person auditioning literally looks like you? Oh yeah, I mean, you look at my face and you can see big eyebrow. Oh, excuse me, puberty. Um, <laughs> but you, you know, big. Boys with big eyebrows that haven't even started puberty yet. So, um, yeah, wait till that yeah, happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but no, yeah, seriously, like, you know, guys with big eyebrows and mm. they're quite tall. Usually. But just sort of young, you know, young guys yeah. in their 20s, sort of just, cut, you know, just they just like a queue of you, just yeah, all the things that you're saying. Yeah. I, I went to an open audition once and they specifically asked for, like, guys over six foot, yeah. uh, brown hair, and all this, sort of, like, you know, slimish build. That was a couple of years ago. I put on a bit of weight now, um, <laughs> but you know everyone looked really similar, and you just think, you know, well, I haven't got a chance if everyone looks the same. But then you have to look, you have to stand out as well, don't you? To because mm. in, in like, a line like, of the same people. There's a, a footballer once told me that when he did a scout, like when he had a scout, you know, like if you went for um, a trial, yeah. that he would always wear like a Mickey Mouse shirt or a Mickey Mouse jumper. Mm. So he stood out. So he stood out, yeah. So like mm. he would. All the other kids, and this was like in, well, no, I'm not saying kids, sorry, sort of 18, 18 to 22 year olds, sort of things like that. Um, and he said he'd always wear yeah, something remarkable. Okay. So like, oh, the guy, oh, yeah, check out the guy with the Mickey Mouse yeah, shirt, yeah. check out the guy with the yellow hat. Wow. So like, is that, does that happen in acting? Have you ever noticed that? Someone deliberately like... Well, you, can't, you can't see it. 
Maybe no. this is where right you're going now. wrong. Maybe but wear I a mean, hat. I mean, I'm wearing pink shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just a bit of peacocking, I think. I mean. You need to start wearing something really like yeah. over the top to all your That's auditions. It, maybe. Like, or just shave my hair off. Or that, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. keep the eyebrows. That, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're, they're part of the look. People have said, totally. oh, you know what? Someone's actually said to me once, like, um, when are you sorting out your eyebrows? I'm like, what? That's an what do you mean, when yeah. am I sorting them out? Can't go up to someone in a wheelchair and go. When are you sorting out your legs? Oh, you? I, 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 I once, I once went in. Um, I once had a haircut, right? And she did my eyebrows without me asking. Oh yeah, seriously. No, and I was very strange because yeah. I just didn't. Because like she was kneeling in front of me doing that. Like you know, usually a haircut, she's behind you, isn't she? She's yeah, doing yeah. the hair, and then suddenly she went in front of me between me and the mirror, and she was like, I don't know, whatever she was doing with my eyebrows, I don't quite know. Yeah. I had no idea what she was doing. <sighs> and at the end, like I was too scared to ask, you know? but I just said like, <laughs> oh, did, did you, you know? Do? I just said like, well, did you did, did you do the eyebrows? And she went, yeah, I needed to do <laughs> wow. that. And it was like, well, okay, you could have asked. Did she charge extra? I don't think she so. No, she, to be honest, she was very charming about it, but it was yeah. just very strange. That's a bit harsh, oh, It was very strange. Yeah. So don't let that happen to you. No, someone did do that to me at Christmas. No. Someone yeah. tried to cut your eyebrows. No, he did He did it. Oh. And to be fair, they looked all right. Oh, but right. I prefer them like how they are now. But not like hugely. He just sort of trimmed down the, the length of the hair. I've always been quite uh, conscious of my eyebrows. Yeah. I've got quite big eyebrows myself. Yeah. And, and, but hearing of, like, all of this, like, I feel go. so, so you much get more comfortable. in the middle? Because I spent, I spent a lot of time today for the radio... Beauty of radio. radio. I did my eyebrows. Does so. look very soft. Yeah. <laughs> between the between I had the a brows. for the radio. So. <laughs> the gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.